Hey everybody, this is Father John Ricardo with Acts 29, and in the middle of all the craziness and the uncertainty that's going on right now, it seems from our perspective as a team that it's worth using these days to reflect in a more deliberate way on the scriptures every day, which for many of us now is the only spiritual food that we're receiving. And so we're going to do a special podcast series simply entitled, Be Not Afraid, God's Word in Uncertain Times. And we'll try to post something every day, usually reflecting on the scriptures so that we can listen in on what God is trying to say to us in these days. Perhaps like you uh, today on this first day of April, my mind is both leaping forward to next week and this most unusual holy week that we're all going to enter into, as well as leaping backwards to Ash Wednesday when life was an awful lot simpler, wasn't it? Holy cow. So I found myself thinking back to how it is that I entered into Lent. And personally, anyway, I, I started the season of Lent by just focusing in on the question, why does Lent exist? And I, this isn't supposed to be some sort of definitive answer to that question, but it is what's been helpful for me to reflect on personally, for this Lent anyway. And I answered that question by saying Lent exists, at least it exists for me this year, to accelerate the process of recreation of helping me to become the man that God made me to be and that I desire to be. Because I'm sure like many or most or all of you, deep down, I'm just frustrated many days that I'm not better than I am. And I long to be evermore both who God made me to be and who I deep down desire to be. And then God gave me an image, which has been so helpful for me at the start of this season. The image was a statue. It's about a two-foot-tall statue that's here in the church where I live with a priest friend of mine, which I can't escape, by the way, although it's a good thing. I like him. And the statue's of St. Vincent de Paul, and it's a somewhat old statue, and it's, it's pretty nice, but it's showing some wear and tear. It's got some chips in its paint. Uh, it's faded in some places. Uh, its right hand is missing for some reason. And... The Lord gave me that image at the very beginning of Lent to say to me something like, John, the statue is you. And just like that statue, if it's going to be what it was originally intended to be, needs to be brought back to the artist to retouch it and to repair it and to restore it. So the season of Lent for you, John, is going to be about um, being brought back into the artist's studio, if you will, that would be Jesus, and letting him restore me and repair me, and make me more and more to be what he originally created me to be. And the first step in that restoration is for the artist just to walk around the statue and to take note of the various flaws and chips and cracks that are present in the statue. So there's chip paint in the back of the head, there's that missing right hand, there's uh, whatever other smudges or cracks or chips are present. And so the first, I don't know, week, two of Lent, I just tried to spend time standing in front of the divine artist and asking the Lord, just show me, Lord, what's wrong in my life. Show me those cracks and flaws and chips. I go back to that today because it seems like the pandemic is revealing, at least I hope it is, for all of us, the various cracks and chips and flaws that are present in this masterpiece, which is your life and mine, because that's what you are. God doesn't make junk. God only makes beautiful things. No matter what's happened to you or whatever you've done to yourself, 
You're still a beautiful creation in God's eyes. And so am I, despite all the flaws that are in me. So for some of us, I think the, the pandemic is revealing the idols that we have in our lives. This continues to be a theme I go back to again and again. I, I don't know that God is doing this, but he is certainly allowing this. And one of the graces of this, one of the severe graces, we might say, is that God is exposing our idols. He's exposing those things that we have falsely and wrongly and mistakenly put our hope in and our trust in. Everything from, you know, sports to wealth to uh, our pride and arrogance uh, that we have all the answers. God is leveling these and so many other idols in our lives and reminding us that there is one God and it's him. And there is one source of hope and it's him. But he's faithful and he's good and I can trust him always. I think for others of us, it's revealing Uh, If you go back to the statue image, maybe a a chip or a flaw in the statue that is your life and mine, which is um, just a downright lack of faith. Jesus asked uh, Martha and Mary both uh, the question last week in the gospel, um, do you believe this? Actually, he only asked Martha that, I guess. But, you know, do you believe that I am the resurrection and the life? Do you believe that I am God? Do you believe that I have the world in my hands right now? Do you believe that I'm not uninvolved, that I don't, uh, that I am always caring, always loving, always good, even when it doesn't appear to be. Do you believe that? Do you trust me? Can you see me in this? Can you hear me talking to you through this? And for some of us, the answer is yes. For some of us, it's no. Maybe it's just revealing, wow, I thought I had a really strong faith and I'm not sure that I do. For others of us, I think it's revealing um, a lack of charity. I got an email from a friend the other day who was just venting about the the challenging reality that so many people are experiencing right now of being cooped up with family, people that we love, right, that we care for. But let's be honest, we get on each other's nerves and we oftentimes show that most, however tragic this is, to those that we love the most. And so... She was just talking about how challenging it's been to uh, just be patient and kind and generous and loving uh, with her, her children. So God's revealing these things, not because he wants to make us feel bad about ourselves or beat us up. He's revealing these things to us because he wants to put us back together. Jesus says in the gospel today, If you remain in my word, you will truly meet my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. He goes on to say later on that, Now, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. So for me, the operative word in the scriptures today, at least in the gospel, that God's just ringing home to me is freedom, liberation, restoration, recreation. Takes me all the way back to the beginning of Lent. That's what God's desiring to do in my life. That's why Jesus came. Huh? Jesus ends the gospel by saying, I did not come on my own. But he, that is to say, the Father, sent me. Well, what did the Father send him to do? He sent him, as one commentator said, not to tell stories. He sent him to do a deed. He sent him to do something. This is what we're going to commemorate next week in Holy Week, because Holy Week is the culmination of what he came to do. It's, it's the thing for which he came to do. He came to do combat with our ancient foe, the devil, 
to rescue us from his grip, to free us from our slavery to sin, to conquer the power of death, and even now in this life to begin to recreate me and to restore me because the power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me and lives in you. I'm not alone right now. You're not alone right now. God is not just around us. He is within us. Teacher of mine used to love to say, the Holy Spirit is in you the way heat is in hot water, which is to say everywhere. And so today, perhaps let's just cry out to the Holy Spirit who dwells in us and just ask him, Lord, Lord and giver of life, thank you for these days which are exposing in my life the cracks and the flaws and the chips and the missing limbs, so to speak. Thank you that you desire to make me whole again. Thank you that even now you are recreating me. Help me, Lord, to put all my faith, all my trust in you. Continue to free me from attachments to things that hinder me from loving you and loving my neighbor. And help me to love those right in front of my face today, whether it's in my home, the people that I might be caring for if I'm on the front lines, the people that I might encounter if I have to go out or if I'm one of those essential workers. Just help me today, Lord, to be the beautiful masterpiece you made me to be. And remember, God is with you. Because he is and because he's a God who acts and a God who saves and a God who rescues, you don't have to be afraid. You were born for this 